0: I am joined by May and Joy my guest host this uh, Thursday afternoon in the studio, ladies. I don't, May has been ignoring me the whole time.
1: No, I've been doing my work.
0: <laughs> See, is that for your boss? <laughs> no, I just need to catch up on stuff. Well, you guys have had a life in the media, and then you pivoted and went into a more corporate sector. You join mm-hmm. me in the studio today to get a sort of relive all of that. But I am curious about, you know, some of the challenges that you've gone through. I want to start with you, May, mm-hmm. being in the world of F&B mm-hmm. and even. Was in Singapore yes. tell us a bit about some of the brands that you represent and tell us a bit about some of the challenges that come with this
1: oh definitely so I'll just share a little bit about who I'm working for so as I mentioned earlier I run partnerships and events for the App and Flow group I'm very proud of this group in particular because we have a huge diverse portfolio of concepts so we have two Michelin star concepts wow. um, Summer and Willow and then we have a very cool underground Chinese restaurant called The Dragon Chamber okay. located on Circular Road and then we have Tiger Lily Patisserie And then we have Cafe Natsu We have Casa Vostra A gourmet pizza We have vegan Concept called uh, Love Handle And then we also have A heritage brand Which is Chin, Which is the 100 year old Kopitiam That's based in East Coast So I love the diversity Of the portfolio We go from Michelin star All the way to Kopitiam I think it's super cool Get them all on the show Yeah I would love to get you all on the show Yeah 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 Excited about it My gosh Yeah and we have Three new concepts Coming up this year too In the Mondrian, I can't really share what it's, I can't really share the names yet. Okay, okay. I can definitely share with you that it's, um, we have a fire concept, we have a cold concept, and we have like a grab and go sort of like gourmet grocery store. Exciting times. Can't say much yet, but yeah, so we're going to have 12 concepts by the end of the year. Wow, that's That's crazy. A lot of
0: food places. And, And I'm assuming you get to go for food tasting as well time Ayui.
1: I get to go she's for, the best role yeah. she eats food every week and gives feedback and I get to go for food tastings I get to go for cocktail tastings it's, it's amazing challenges I can be really honest with you and my boss and all will know this as well like I have massive imposter syndrome oh massive imposter. what do you mean by that you know I was in entertainment for 20 yeah. years yeah. right so you know, basically I was only using my voice yeah. And my face, really mm. For 20 years mm-hmm. I felt like I didn't really use my brain as much In that sense I don't really had to Have foresight Or to think Strategize, strategize yeah, I was not I didn't strategize anything I was just told to Read a script Go on stage Say my bit My blubs My bits And get off I was never a producer Never a director Never a writer so then you go into this role, excuse me, I'm kind of going back to my sexy, fluey voice again. It's the
0: post F1 <laughs> syndrome.
1: <laughs> but no, I had massive, massive imposter syndrome because. Wow. I didn't know what I had to offer, but I knew I offered 20 years of experience meeting people. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and of course, as you know, Elliot, being in this industry, you meet people from all walks of life yeah. and make all kinds of connections, yeah. which I think was a real plus point in my job. Hence why I do partnerships and events. So, yeah, but it started off quite challenging for me because I sit in there going, well, what do I do now? I feel like...
2: should call me and go, Joy, I feel very stupid today. <laughs> I said, you're not stupid. You just need to learn everything on the job and then everything's going to come to you. And now it has. And now I'm super proud of her seeing where she is today. Yeah, and I'm
1: still constantly learning on the job. I mean, I started in the corporate world at 41 years old. Yeah. So I kind of feel like most of my team, they're all below 30. <laughs> I always like to say I'm the mummy of the office, you know, but um, they're fantastic. But I love learning from them. Yeah. And I love the fact that even though they're all way younger than me, but in terms of years of experience in F&B, they have way more head in line than I. So I just bring what I feel is... My personality, my connections, and my positive attitude to the the workplace. And I'm still learning a lot as I go along. Sometimes I still feel a little bit... Overwhelmed? Overwhelmed. But I just think I have to sometimes be kind to myself. Remember that you just literally started a corporate life almost a year ago. Give yourself
0: some compassion. Where does that come from? I mean, between the both of you, I know Troy a little bit better. And I'm sure I've mentioned this before to you, Troy. Like if one day I were to stop doing this... I would probably suffer a worse imposter syndrome than what May has just described. But where do you find that? As a sibling, maybe you could give us some insight. Where do you find being kind to yourself? Where do you find, hey, you know, me, myself, my personality and positivity is worth something than that piece of paper?
2: I just encourage her to, you know, take your time, take it easy, learn everything on the job. Because like her, I entered corporate also late at the time. I was 29 when I went in. You Considered know. late. Considered late, right? <laughs> Everyone else had been 10 years ahead of me. And I felt like how she felt. I felt like I didn't know anything. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to do PR. I didn't yeah. know how to write documents, strategize, create reports. All those things. And those things just take time to learn on the go. But I think what's important is having the right attitude that you're willing to learn, you're willing to give it a go, you're willing to admit your mistakes, you're Mm. willing to fail, get up and learn from it again and just make your way through. And I kept advising her, she'll call me every few days. I'm like, no, honey, you've got this. Give it time. You're a smart woman, you know? Because I think from young when you are taught about What's intelligence and what is smart is people who are they get into being lawyers and doctors and in medicine, and then you feel so intimidated. Maybe I'm not intelligent enough, but actually intelligence comes in so many different forms. Look at these Mission and Star chefs; they're intelligent. They're producing things on the plate. An average human lawyer, for example. Can't even do, yeah. you know. You have musicians, you have people in tech, so intelligence comes in many forms. And now we've come to a point in our life where I think we have found where our intelligence lies, mm. and we're trying to mm-hmm. learn to grow and thrive in it. Yeah. You know?
0: yeah. Do you have that imposter syndrome working with tech?
2: With tech people, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I joined the Monaco Tourism Board Promotion Bureau over a year ago, and if you ask me if I would ever do with people in technology, you just I'd be like, Sudala, this is not going to happen, you know. <laughs> but I was surrounded by all these individuals. And organizations that are doing wonderful things for the future. They're going into the future in a Web3 creator economy. There's tokenization of your assets. There's blockchain. There's startups. You have to force yourself to learn these things, and we have to adapt to the future. I mean, like many years ago, you tell our parents that, oh, you have to use a smartphone. They're like, no, I don't want to use a smartphone. Why must I use it? Blah, blah, blah. But like us, now we are smartphone users, but we're going into a Web3 space. So we have to adapt along the way. Otherwise, we're going to get left behind. I'm not saying we have to be proprietors or experts at it, but at least yeah. know enough of what's going on so that you are able to have those conversations yeah. with people and, and move along the way and adapt along with that. Because yeah. my child is going to be in that, generation i have to know and speak his language too right relatability
0: so, right yes yeah, yeah. relatability quick one with everything we, we talked about me and joy how do you as women examples i like to call that as mothers how do you impart that i mean you maybe you open up about how hard it was you know going to the corporate world mm. how do you find that balance of showing vulnerability to your two daughters while giving strength to them
1: i think oh. i'm always honest with them i'm always honest wow. with them okay i never pretend i mean you know you got the old sort of old-fashioned thinking where you know you got to always be strong never show weakness yeah, yeah. but I always feel showing vulnerability is a huge sign of strength mm. because you're willing to admit your flaws and admit your mistakes yeah. and there's times when I call them and they're like Yo, how are you mom and they're like I'm just really stressed at work today like there's a lot of things going on you know and and then sometimes I'm like oh works great it's fantastic so I'm always very honest with them about what's going on in my work life yeah. I don't pretend that everything is okay um, that, yeah. there's always honesty in there and I feel that's the biggest strength is being honest and I want
2: to say this is a very proud sister as well you know may went through a divorce recently and it was not easy for the whole family and she was basically a full-time mom for over 10 years with the kids she worked the odd hosting job now and then she was baking you know but i think the most amazing example she's setting for her daughters is at the age of 41 she started again she went into something completely new she went out of her comfort zone and she's making a life for herself now what isn't that an example to show your children it is never too late to start yeah. and it's never too late to try. And that's what I'm so
1: proud of me for doing. Okay, now she's going to give me get me out of my
0: tears. <laughs> <laughs> Not just for your children, but for a lot of young people, well, older people out I also, there, anyone yeah, looking for a change. I also
1: feel I like to be an example to other women as well, right? We're just talking about women in power, women entrepreneurs. Yeah. I really want to show people that, you know, although I have imposter syndrome, it's never too late to start over. Mm-hmm. Never too late. And even being at 41, you go, I am all already, I'm past my prime but no I still feel very young I still feel youthful I still have a lot to learn I feel I have a lot to offer to the world and to the community and to the F&B industry and I think it's
2: about adaptability as well I think if anything the pandemic has taught us a lot of industries were disrupted a lot of jobs were lost we have to learn to adapt we have to learn to take on new skills and new knowledge so that we can go along with the patterns of life and you know the trends that happen (laughs) so that we don't get lost along the way and still find a way to monetize and look after ourselves I think that's important as well adaptability